0: You're listening to a podcast from HEART. Welcome to the HEART podcast. My name is Keith Fox. I'm a professor of cardiology and president of the British Cardiovascular Society. And I'm here with Professor Sir Rory Collins. And we're talking about cholesterol. So, Rory, why is there still any debate about
1: cholesterol in 2012? Well, I think in the past we didn't have drugs or diets that really produced substantial reductions in cholesterol. And the trials that were done didn't generate clear evidence about the benefits, and there was a lot of controversy um, some 20 years ago. But since the statins became available, uh, and large trials of statins have been done, we've found really clear evidence of the benefits of lowering LDL cholesterol with statin therapy. Each one millimole reduction in LDL reduces risk by about one-fifth, Uh, The more you lower LDL, the bigger the reduction in risk. And we've seen clear evidence of benefits across the range of different types of patient, whether their cholesterol is high or medium or low, men and women, young and old, and in primary and secondary prevention. So the benefits are incontrovertible. Mm
0: -hmm. So a clear and powerful message about even relatively modest reductions in LDL, and even better with bigger ones, having clinically important uh, effects. And maybe one of the controversial areas, or the areas that was controversial, is towards the lower end of the spectrum. In other words, how low cardiovascular risk is it still worthwhile to be on a statin?
1: Yes, and so um, in the last few weeks, The Lancet uh, published the cholesterol treatments meta-analysis and update looking at the effects of lowering LDL cholesterol with statins, even among low-risk groups, people with 5 or 10% major vascular event risk, below the target levels of the current guidelines. And even among them, there was clear evidence of a reduction in the risk of major vascular events. And the absolute benefits, albeit smaller than for higher-risk individuals, really far outweighed uh, the side effects of statins, really the main side effect being being myopathy. Mm. I, you touched on myopathy,
0: and one of the concerns is that people may overestimate the frequency of myopathy because myopathy occurs in the wider community, irrespective of what somebody's on. So there is at least a, a perception in primary care that myopathy is much more frequent than seen amongst the robust trials. Is that
1: something you've come across? Yes, and in the randomized placebo control trials where patients have been told at the beginning that the drugs, the statins, may cause muscle problems and to report them when they do, we've found that at each visit some 5% of patients will report that they have muscle symptoms. But it's 5% in the placebo group and it's 5% in the active group. There's no difference uh, in reports of muscle symptoms, even with high doses of of statin. Myopathy, uh, so where you get muscle symptoms associated with elevations of creatine kinase, are really very rare, about 1 per 10,000 per annum, with the standard doses of statin, such as 40 milligrams of simvastatin or of Mm atorvastatin.
0: So true myopathy rare, in the unlikely circumstance that somebody does get that, you've highlighted some quite innovative approaches that one might use combination therapy and can avoid uh, the myopathic signs and symptoms.
1: Yes, although there was controversy about the benefits of lowering LDL cholesterol in the past, uh, if one looked at all of the pre-statin trials of the old drugs or diet or even ideal bypass surgery, um, lowering LDL by whatever means lowered coronary heart disease. And the more you lowered LDL and the longer you lowered LDL, the bigger the reduction in risk. So we now have very clear evidence that statins safely lower LDL and produce big reductions in risk. Um, but I think one should be prepared to extrapolate to other LDL lowering agents. And the is an obvious one. It's well tolerated, no side effects really associated with it at all. And 10 milligrams of zetomib is equivalent to three doublings of your statin dose. Now we know in Caucasians that 20 to 40 milligrams of simvastatin, for example, really has very low rates of myopathy. Go up to 80 milligrams of simvastatin and you start to see an increase, about a tenfold increase in myopathy. You can avoid that by combining 20 or 40 milligrams of simvastatin with azetimibe, get a much bigger LDL reduction, but not be pushing your statin dose into a myopathic range.
0: We're born with very low levels of LDL, and some uh, ethnic groups around the, w- the world have very low levels of LDL. What do you think we're going to be seeing as objectives, as, as targets, five years from now?
1: Well, yes. I mean, the rural Chinese, for example, um, had uh, LDL levels that were somewhere around one millimole per litre, and they had uh, coronary heart disease rates, which were about 5% of the Western rates. Uh, We see genetic experiments um, that are not so dissimilar. For example, PCSK9 null mutations that are are seen in um, Africans have uh, much lower uh, LDL, about a one millimole lower LDL throughout a lifetime. The studies of those suggest very substantial reductions in the risk of coronary artery disease. So I think if one has to have a target for LDL, and personally I think one shouldn't. I think in terms of using lipid-lowering therapy, what you want to know is, is a patient at risk of cardiovascular disease? If there are enough risk that they're worth giving a statin to, give them the the highest well-tolerated dose and consider using azetamib as well. Um, But if you were saying, what level of LDL should we be trying to get our population down to, one millimole wouldn't be a bad target.
0: Okay, so that's a pretty ambitious target. There have already been hiccups along the way for some of the treatments, including some of the cholesterol ester transport inhibitors, but you've highlighted some exciting potential in new injectable agents.
1: Yes, so PCSK9 is an example where there are um, subcutaneous agents now becoming available that uh, involve giving an injection every couple of weeks that produce very substantial Reductions in LDL cholesterol, maybe 50 to 60% reductions. Interestingly, with some of those agents, even after you stop the treatment, the benefit will persist for several weeks, if not months, beyond the last treatment. So they look to have very long term effects with intermittent uh, treatment. But I think even the CTP inhibitors are not dead, by no means. Certainly, torsetrapib, which produced, on the face of it, very promising changes both in LDL, big reductions, and in HDL, big increases. But torcetropib increased blood pressure, mm. had other off-target effects, mm. um, and was associated with an increase in cardiovascular events. More recently, in the DAL outcomes study uh, of cetropib, that study was stopped because of apparent lack of benefit, but no safety signal. You might find it odd for me to say, but I think that's encouraging, that there's no safety signal, and Dalcetropib produced no effect on LDL and only a small increase in HDL. So I think the newer uh, CTP inhibitors, anacetrapib and evacetrapib, which both reduce LDL substantially and increase HDL substantially and do not produce uh, blood pressure effects, aldosterone effects, are well tolerated. These drugs still look very promising to me.
0: So as a take-home message, we can apply the evidence that we've got now, and that will have a huge impact. But we're not at the end game yet. There's even more that could be achieved.
1: Yes, and I think we need to be careful that concerns about the side effects of uh, the statins, which I think are massively overstated mm. um, as a consequence, particularly of the MHRA's. Um, addition of things like erectile dysfunction Mm. and memory loss to the label uh, which is really not supported by the evidence we should not let those diversions uh, stop doctors from prescribing statins and patients from taking them
0: right that's the most important take-home message so for the heart podcast uh rory thank you very much uh for joining us here
1: thank you